You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Developing stories this morning as lawmakers in Juneau finally able to agree on a landmark compromise education bill providing millions for education plus. They're at peace now. Guilty, a verdict in the weeks-long trial of Brian Smith. Hear from the victim's family as this brutal case finally draws to a close. And later. We can confirm, without a doubt, as our equipment is on the surface of the moon. After more than five decades, the United States is back on the moon, watches history was made, and why this accomplishment means so much to science as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up, joining us here on this Friday. We landed on the moon again. Yeah, I didn't even know we, we were sending something to the moon. That's, that's like, how. That's just, just how. Just not even paying attention to what's going it's on. It's out of this world, right? Well, you know, last night I was like, it's very odd that it is just kind of quiet. No we crazy winds. Finally <laughs> seeing the return to some seasonal conditions, quiet weather, not only here in South Central, but a large portion of the state uh, seeing the return to seemingly quiet and uh, much more seasonal weather as we close out February. Now, colder conditions arrive back on our doorstep as we welcome in next month, but for the close of February, we are going to see uh, somewhat seasonal conditions. 30 degrees this morning, uh, so with temperatures dropping back below freezing across South Central, be prepared for slick spots uh, that have redeveloped on those roadways as we continue to see those freezing temperatures. Uh, good news is wind's not going to be an issue across South Central uh, as we head through the remainder of the day. Notice those temperatures across the state, uh, 11 in Consibiu, 27 degrees in Nome, 34 degrees in Co uh, Cold Bay, and then as you head through uh, Dead Horse, we've got a temperature of 13 below, uh, so we are still seeing uh, some areas with some light snowfall, but uh, overall, we're not seeing any significant winter weather alerts across the state. Uh, we are holding on to those cooler conditions across South Central, about 5 to 15 degrees colder uh, than what we woke up to yesterday morning. And of course, that warming trend that we did see uh, yesterday was largely thanks to our southeasterly winds, as those are our Chinook winds. Uh, once we cut that off, we effectively uh, began to see those uh, the, the end of those warmer conditions, and we saw a rapid changeover to snow. Now, this morning, we're waking up to dry conditions. In fact, we'll see some sunshine for a large portion of your Friday but then late tonight into our Saturday, we are watching another round of some snowfall uh, that's going to build back into South Central. Things are fairly quiet out towards western and southwest Alaska, uh, but we are going to see a brand new upper level disturbance that's going to form, and that's going to pull in more moisture here in South Central. And so we're going to see that chance for snow, uh, additional accumulation overnight into Saturday, and there is that likelihood uh, that we could see anywhere from about two to five inches of snowfall. For today, though, enjoy that sunshine that we're going to see. Temperatures rebound back into the low to mid-30s. A few locations may stay below freezing for highs, and then starting tomorrow, we all drop below freezing uh, for our afternoon highs. And you can see that gradual increase uh, in some flurry potential as we head through the middle of the afternoon and evening hours. And again, widespread snow looks possible for coastal regions of South Central overnight. I'll have more details on that in that seven-day forecast coming up.
In a late-night vote, a compromise bill on school funding finally passing in Juneau. The resolution now moves to the Senate. It includes a significant raise in student funding and brings back some of the governor's priorities like teacher bonuses and also money for charter schools. And our top story political reporter Steve Kirch has the late-breaking details. By a 38-2 vote Thursday night, House lawmakers passed what some are calling the largest increase in K-12 funding in decades. This comes after two failed votes, days of negotiations, and what the House Speaker called difficult conversations. Amendment 27 provides a more comprehensive solution to education. Anchorage Republican Representative Stanley Wright talking about what turned into a compromised education bill, passing in the State House Wednesday night. The big news, a 680 increase to the per student funding, now on SBA student allocation, and 40 million in grants to improve rural school internet access and speed. And this is an example of not getting everything you want. But the bill still includes money for the governor's priorities, including teacher bonuses and the creation of a charter school coordinator, more money for student transportation and additional support for the READS Act to make sure children are reading proficient by third grade. And I'll tell you that this bill does not have everything that I want, but it does do a lot of good. Minority leader Calvin Schrage had said a $680 BSA was his caucus's bottom line. And that's what the bill produced. At the end of the day, lawmakers had mixed emotions about the process it took to get to this compromise. To a certain extent, we have lost the ability to compromise. The original bill was a good compromise. This is not so good a compromise. And uh, tonight really is a historical night. We have flipped the script on a major omnibus bill by doing it early in session and not at the very end under the pressure of uh, adjournment. Now, the internet provision of this bill is of particular importance because money must be appropriated by February 27th. Now, I also had the opportunity to talk to Senator Lukey Tobin and Senator Bill Wolokowski. They both told me that this bill is something that they can embrace. Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. After a long three weeks of gut-wrenching and horrific testimony, the Brian Smith murder trial has come to an end and the verdict guilty. He was convicted on 14 charges, including first and second degree murder, sexual assault, and tampering with evidence in the deaths of two Alaska Native women, Victoria Abalchuk and Kathleen Jo Henry. This trial brought to light horrific footage of a woman being beaten and strangled to death, along with photos showing two bodies being manipulated and touched sexually. During the trial, the defense team maintained Smith only admitted to a murder because he was, try he was tired after police interrogated him for eight hours. After the verdict, we were able to speak with Veronica's sister. They're at peace now. That's the most important and for me, her sister Veronica, Veronica's sister, and Kathleen's family. It's, it's been too long and today is um, life celebration and spiritual celebration. Since Smith was found to have tortured Henry, his sentence carries a mandatory minimum of 99 years in prison. Sentencing is expected in July. Anchorage police are covering more ground in an effort to expand its presence downtown. The goal is to combat crime in the area. Now, this after Mayor Dave Bronson asked the department to increase regular foot patrol efforts to target crimes like theft and vandalism. APD says the foot patrols are being filled by on-duty officers when staffing allows and by overtime shifts when staffing levels are lower. This week, Lauren Maxwell had the chance to join officers and walk the downtown beat. Maybe you've seen them. APD has a foot patrol where officers walk a downtown beat seven days a week. 
Parking itself isn't new, but in the past, foot patrols made the rounds as staffing allowed. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing all right. All right, make sure you pack up your stuff when you're done, okay? All right. Appreciate it. Now, a directive from the mayor has called for patrols every day in an effort to combat crime. Business owners are starting to get to know us. Some of the employees are starting to get to know us, so they recognize us when we come in. And if they're having a problem, they don't hesitate to wave us down. Officers say foot patrols allow them to be more proactive in their response. How's it going? Especially when they're at it every day, from 7.30 in the morning till 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon. We get lots of miles in, so. That's so, a positive? That's a positive. They hope to make a positive difference for businesses here and everyone who comes downtown. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source. In the Matsu, efforts are underway to ban a best-selling book from school libraries. The school board voted to remove a novel that deals with domestic violence. The Colleen Hoover title, It Ends With Us, is no longer on the shelves in the district. Critics say it glorifies abusive relationships. Others believe it provides readers with warning signs and helps create an atmosphere where it is okay to reach out for help. And as Carly Schreck reports, the move to take it out of schools comes as other titles also remain in limbo. Moving on to item B, proposed board action on library citizens advisory committee recommendations. Can I get the Matsu Borough School Board has banned its first book from school shelves. After the library citizens advisory committee brought forth a round of recommendations at Wednesday's regular school board meeting. The committee unanimously concluded one title meets the elements of criminal obscenity under Alaska law. That title is It Ends With Us. The novel, It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, follows the story of a female character who finds herself in an abusive relationship with a man, as well as her struggle to decide whether she should stay or leave. The move to ban the book comes after a 56-item list of challenge titles was published nearly a year ago, removing the publications from libraries while tasking the advisory committee to read each title and recommend whether or not the books violate Alaska state law. The 11-person committee also determining that Slaughterhouse 5 percent Persepolis, Persepolis, the story of a childhood, kite runner, and drama would stay in school libraries. While Breathless, Forever, Flamer, It's Perfectly Normal, and The Bluest Eye would be left up to the borough's administration to decide on possible removal. I move that the board remand each of these titles to the administration to make a final decision regarding whether it is obscene and or whether to restrict access to the title. Eight other titles, including The Perks of Being a Wallflower, The Handmaid's Tale, and The Lovely Bones will be retained on school shelves with the recommendation that the administration determine the age appropriateness of each. Okay, and that passes. The motion passed with Ted Swanson as the only board member to vote against it, with 19 titles now moving forward. The fate of 37 other books on the list will continue to be reviewed by the advisory committee. Carly Schreck, Alaska's News Source. Read in 40 is a program designed to help you learn how to read faster and better in 40 hours or less. The weekend event by Shiloh Community Development and its local partners is a training session to learn how to implement Read in 40. Rosa Higgs, who has more than a half century of experience in education, is the creator of the Read in 40 program and will be teaching the training this weekend. Read in 40 is a program of phonics designed to help children and adults to read better and more quickly within 40 hours of instruction provided they follow directions. We need everyone to be on board 
to help all of the children read better. This weekend's training, it is held specifically during Black History Month as part of an effort to help also get minorities out to the trainings. You can join today and tomorrow at Rasmussen Hall. That's from 10 a.m. to noon. Coming up after the break, more reports of violence in the air. New details emerging about an attack on an Alaska Airlines flight. What's being said about this recent bout of airplane violence? We are back here in South Central. Those whipping winds that we told you about yesterday caused some serious damage along with some widespread power outages lasting into the evening there. But there were no injuries, but trees did topple over and they were flung onto streets, roads, even sidewalks. Right now, only a couple hundred homes still do not have electricity. But the question now, Aaron, is what are weather conditions looking like as we uh, head into the weekend? Well, much more seasonal and colder across uh, not only South Central, but a good portion of the state. We are waking up this morning to temperatures below freezing. Uh, we've got 30 in Anchorage, 30 degrees in Dillingham. Some areas out towards western and southwest Alaska continue to see some light snowfall, but uh, nothing significant expected through the day, uh, even out towards uh, southeast. That rain and snow that we're seeing uh, is gradually coming to an end for uh, areas through the southern inner channels. You can see a good portion of the state seeing temperatures on the cooler side compared to this time yesterday. Uh, we're 12 degrees colder in Kodiak, 3 degrees colder in Anchorage, nearly 20 degrees colder in Fairbanks. Uh, notice areas as you head out towards western southwest Alaska, just a few degrees warmer, uh, but the overall trend is those cooler conditions beginning to make a return uh, back to the state. And you can see not much going on this morning. We are seeing some uh, scattered activity out towards uh, southwest Alaska, and of course we've got some lingering areas of rain and snow uh, out towards the Panhandle that will gradually taper off uh, through the remainder of the day. Notice the flow in the upper levels of the atmosphere. This is our zonal pattern. Uh, so just north of this, we've got those cooler conditions. While this zonal flow uh, will actually keep some unsettled weather for both the Aleutians as well as Kodiak uh, and southeast here over the next several days. Now, south central, we will tap into that potential uh, for some snow late tonight into our Saturday. But uh, the overall trend is uh, the, the cooler conditions that we're going to see as we close the door on February. February and welcome in March. So those warmer conditions stay well to our south. You can see a good portion uh, of the state will continue to see those uh, cooler conditions staying with us as we welcome in uh, the weekend and the first part of next week. In fact, we're going to be talking about uh, temperatures likely will drop off near about 10 to 15 degrees through the middle of next week with overnight lows sitting near or below uh, zero. We are expected to see quiet weather for most of the day. Sunshine sticking around south central with some uh, late day increasing clouds, which will bring the return to some snow overnight into our uh, Saturday. And that's where we're going to see the potential uh, for some nice accumulation for parts of south central. On average, about two to five inches can be expected. Here's that trend as we talk about the temperature outlook. Closing out February, welcoming in March, you can see a, a good chunk of the state will see significantly below average temperatures uh, here in south central. Our average highs, we close out February and welcome in March is about 30 degrees. We're going to be talking about highs dropping down to 10 to 15 degrees. So this is going to be about a 15 uh, to 20 degree drop in our temperatures as we welcome in uh, the middle of next week. 38 degrees today in Homer, 32 in Seward, late p.m. snow building in. Uh, you can see Kodiak gust up to 30 miles per hour, 33 in Whittier, 27 in Golcana. Uh, we are expected to see, again, some uh, afternoon uh, snow showers increasing into the evening for Prince William Sound. Uh, well, we could see up to about four to five inches for Valdez as well as Cordova. Overnight snow into the valley with those temperatures warming near freezing today. So we are beginning to see uh, that melting that took place for most of this week that's going to refreeze into the weekend. So slick road conditions 
uh, will be a concern as we welcome in the coming days. Uh, you can see mostly sunny conditions by uh, Sunday, another chance for some evening snow by Monday. And there's those colder conditions. You can see by Thursday of next week, dropping down to 11 degrees for the high. Turning now to a terrifying attack on board an Alaska Airlines flight. Federal authorities charged a man with assault after allegedly stabbing another passenger during a flight between Seattle and Las Vegas last month. His weapon was a bundle of pens taped together. Carter Evans reports this is just the latest in a series of mid-flight incidents in recent weeks. It happened on an Alaska Airlines flight on approach to Las Vegas in January. Investigators say Julio Alvarez Lopez bound pens together with rubber bands before the flight and used a makeshift weapon to stab the man sitting across the aisle. Photos show the victim with cuts and bruises. A federal grand jury indicted Lopez Wednesday. Court documents say he planned on attacking and killing the man and felt the mafia had been chasing him. Sam Vinograd is a CBS contributor. Based upon just the sheer number of incidents we've been seeing over the past few years is that we really do need a new approach to airline safety. Just this week, passengers had to forcibly restrain a man who allegedly tried to open the door on this American Airlines flight to Chicago. He was saying, like, I got to get off this plane. Get me off this plane. Passengers also helped break up a fist fight on this Southwest flight to Hawaii earlier this month. TSA continually tries to think about how the threat environment is evolving. But what's clear is that we're behind the curve. Even though unruly passenger incidents seem to be increasing in intensity, the number of them is actually on the decline after peaking in 2021. But to put it all into context, the number of these incidents that we're seeing these days is still double what it was before the pandemic. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. Following that Alaska Airlines attack, Lopez told the FBI he was seeking asylum in the U.S. and believed the victim was a cartel member who was following him. The victim is only identified as a law enforcement officer with the initials CR. An arraignment hearing for Lopez is scheduled for March 1st. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's news source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's news source app.